Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever and wherever you're joining us from. It is the Growth Movement Podcast. Kane is in the building. Right, all right, Dave. We have got an awesome, awesome topic coming in for this episode. What are we dealing with today, my man? We are talking about scarcity versus abundance mindset. And really, I mean, I think at the very root of it, we're talking about overcoming fear and taking those next steps, which is the uh, kind of the perfect parlay to our our first episode of you know comfort zones. For so, sure. So today we're really talking about. Uh, if you've dealt with you know the debilitating fear caused by the scarcity mindset, I certainly have in the past. Uh, so we're season one, episode two. Uh, we're going to be diving into it, diagnosing it, talking about what it looks like, uh, how it impacts our lives, and you know some ways that we can kind of flip the script and turn from scarcity to uh, to abundance and propel ourselves into a hopefully a more successful future. So you say scarcity. I mean, are you talking about scarcity in an economical standpoint from scarcity of funds, scarcity of no, that's a my, perfect, that's a perfect question. I'm talking about scarcity in really all areas of life. I think is what we're talking about today. Cause really that's what this podcast is about. It's about finding you wherever you are and wherever you need help to get you from point A to point B. So we're talking about relational. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm afraid that, you know, if I, if I end this relationship that I'm in right now, will that be my last chance at, you know, love or an opportunity at having a future with somebody we're talking about career path. Yes, yeah, the uh, the fear of missing out on an opportunity um, on on both sides. You know, uh, we're talking about financial too. I mean, we're really kind of diving into all of it to answer that. So question. then, in it, we're going scarcity, meaning there's not enough, or I'm going to lose, or the negative side of it versus the abundant, which is there's so much out there. Everyone can win. I can win. You can win. This individual element does not end be all is not the be all end all for me so those are the two that we're kind of going through yeah absolutely i think one of the ways that i've liked to hear it described i think anybody who's heard of this topic before with scarcity has heard of the pie or the pizza or whatever it might be right that if that if somebody else has a slice there's literally Mm -hmm. one less for you um but i heard a, a way of juxtaposing it on the abundance and it goes from you go into the pizza shop and you're a consumer buying a slice right yep. now there's one left for everybody less for everybody else versus that scarcity mindset abundance mindset is you're in the back flipping the pizzas making as much pizza as you want right mm. you're you're redefining what the limitations are because you're the one who's actually creating and adding in the world so yeah it's tossing some za you got it i like it. that yeah so you're the one and i think that does play into it to have an abundant mindset that means you have to be creating mm-hmm. right absolutely so you know the the ABC right in sales always be closing, um, little um, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross right ABC in today's era I feel like maybe has changed a little bit and now we're at a point of always be creating. Mm-hmm. So you're creating opportunities, you're creating relationships, you're creating content, whatever it is for those that are around you, you're creating. Sure. So always be creating has to be at the forefront of someone with an abundant mindset. 
But looking looking at that scarcity, mm-hmm. I think you and I have both kind of gone through moments in our life of scarcity when we did not want to make a move mm-hmm. because there was not enough room to make a move or we saw someone else making a move and yeah. it kind of pissed us off because they were winning type thing. Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think let's go ahead and just give people a little bit of a taste of our background, not going to too much depth and bore people, but you Zach are, are the salesman are the man on the mic. You are an entrepreneur at your core and I followed kind of more of the just standard kind of corporate corporate Dave. path. You got it. Corporate, corporate Dave. Dave. So for both of us, right, there is a scarcity element. So for mm. me, it's almost built into the very structure of how the process works, right? There's a certain amount of kids from a high school. They're going to make it to college. Mm. And then those kids from college are going to make it into the, the kind of business that you want to be in. And only a certain amount of those individuals are going to go up the, the corporate ladder, you know, mm. per se. So there is like almost built into the system there's this concept that hey you're working up that pyramid and it's getting more and more narrow so you better be throwing some elbows to get where you need to be or even if it's not that and you're looking at it in a positive mindset and you're trying to be you know fair and a good guy and operate with integrity still every time someone else gets a promotion you're like well that's that's one one less opportunity for me right yeah and i'm sure the same thing for you right every time you see somebody else going out there and crushing an opportunity entrepreneurially or just killing some sales goals, you're like, ah, that's one, that's one less customer, that's one less client. You know? It is so easy to get that way. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen it where in my industry, and so I, I did make that switch now into insurance and financial services and seeing where I, I was at a, a party, goodness, this was like four weeks ago now, and somebody was talking to me like, oh, I know this person who is in the exact same industry as me and like, they, they ended up winning that individual as a client. And I was just like, man, like I I'm in such proximity with that person Mm. and I didn't win that. I didn't go for it. Like I didn't even know, you know, they were in the market, but that doesn't mean I lose. But in the moment, it's very easy to think I lost. Oh, absolutely. Right there. Well, I mean in that, in that state it's, and this is that, and I don't know if you want to call it uh, selfishness or a, a mm. victim mentality or w- whatever it might be. But anytime you hear someone else being praised, especially like you just just mentioned, this kind of in the vein of what you're trying to do, you feel personally diminished. And you also feel like mm-hmm. to feel better about yourself, you kind of want to diminish them. Like throw in something there like, well, yeah, but you know, they, they only hit that because of this, you know, loophole that they exploited oh, or man. whatever it might be, you know? And it's so feel like you were to hitting, not be that person, right? You are hitting me right right over the head right now because yeah. well, I, mean, I do that like it is so easy to do that and first off i hate anyone that plays the victim mentality mm-hmm. in anything sure. in anything i mean i i can't sit here and say that i've been i mean i have been wronged in the past like i, I have had things that have not gone my way and i have had things that people have done that have been just dishonest to me mm-hmm. but that can never be the driving force, right? The victim can never be the driving force to say, this is why I'm going to do something because someone did something wrong to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like you lose before you even start. Oh, yeah. You're just done. Well, I mean, it is so much more beneficial for you as a person to look at that as a moment in time and an opportunity to learn a lesson mm-hmm. and say, Hey, you know, I, I, uh, that hurt 
but I'm going to pick myself up, dust yeah. myself off and move on versus saying, I now identify as a person who gets taken advantage of, or I identify as a person who gets treated poorly mm-hmm. because, and I think this, we're going to talk about this potentially in some future episodes, but law of attraction, you know, what you, what you're looking for, what you see in the world, the way that you feel about your own perception of self is a magnet is starting to draw those things into your life as you focus on them. So it's if huge. you are a victim, you're going to feel more and more of this scarcity mindset as you roll through life. And the victim, I see it too. When people come in that, that victim mentality, I think starts small, right? It's, Oh, well that person did that. And I don't appreciate that. Like, Hey, that was, you know, they shouldn't have done that. And I don't know. I didn't deserve that. And it starts to grow. Mm-hmm. And then it grows into victim into entitlement. And now your victim has, has snowballed. Your victim attitude has snowballed into this thing of, I just, I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. And, and everyone should give to me because I've gone through some of this crap. And that doesn't matter. Sure. That's not why you deserve it. You know, and, and like the universe isn't looking at you and saying like, whoa, man, Dave has kind of gone through it. Right. I feel bad for Dave. Let's give him this huge bump. And give him everything that he wants in life really quick. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. And so what's the point of playing the victim mentality? Because all you're going to do is drive yourself into a deeper hole. Sure. Yeah, the, uh, the debits and credits, the scales that you're looking at, other people don't see, right? No. So as you're feeling like a victim and things are constantly stacking in other people's favor and you're just waiting for that big, that big payday where the world, the universe, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, pays you back for all these injustices, it doesn't, it doesn't exist, and you're going to be waiting for a payday that's never going to be there, unfortunately. Right. right. Versus going out and finding that yourself, right, and balancing the skills yourself. Because you have an abundance mentality, you're willing to be creative, put in some energy, figure out new innovative ways to kind of redefine who you are and how you operate in the world. Yeah, and the abundance mentality, that mindset, will never be like an instant shift. You know what I mean? It's never going to be the, all of a sudden the world is full of opportunity and I can just go for it. Well, we're not going to lie to you. This isn't going to be your New Year's le- resolution. should just be. magically sticks somehow this time, right? It's no. going to be just like it is every year. You're going to try, you're going to fail, and then it's mm-hmm. going to be very easy to roll back into your, and, and to our, I mean, we've experienced this too quite often, you know, our previous modality of how we interact with the world Um, so it it, it takes incremental daily steps to choose a a life filled with abundance versus scarcity i think it's very important and again i know we're we're very excited about episodes we have coming up we're also very excited about this one right here but it's very important to know if you have that victim mentality Mm -hmm. you have to know And so, I mean, that, again, is coming up in a future episode. Stay tuned. Uh But if if you don't know, there's no change. And if you can't be honest with yourself, there's no change. Mm -hmm. So someone that comes into my office and they say, and I tell them, like, oh, I'm so sorry. You have not paid your bill in two months. Your car insurance has lapsed. Mm -hmm. And immediately they jump on the, oh, well, I've. You no, know, I've never missed a bill and I didn't, it wasn't mailed to me and yada, yada, yada. And like, that's not my fault. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just because whatever issue happened where you moved or you got a new email address and you didn't tell us, it doesn't mean that the bill didn't exist or that doesn't mean that 
the issue you needed to resolve doesn't exist, you still have to take care of that. So you cannot play the victim. Oh, without a doubt. And I think this is, uh, as we're getting excited, man, future episode ideas, ownership, accountability, responsibility, how important Type they are. Man. Type and after, man. Uh, after listening to this episode, you know, who, whoever you are, wherever you are, and whenever this is, uh, give us some feedback on different topic ideas. We'd love to hear your thoughts on just ideas of things that you'd like us to, you know, Zach and I to personally dive into. For sure. And we'd, we'd love, love to talk to you about it. I mean, Absolutely. like, this is not, we're growing, we're, trying to grow a community this is not about zach and dave just talking about what zach and dave want to talk about i mean we want you on the show like we want you to give your input because the more minds and again this is it right here abundance abundance right if we came at this with like oh it just has to be us and it can only be us and our names have to be on it i think we lose really quickly because you and I are going to run out of stuff to talk about sure. and they're going to run tired of listening to us talk about it. So whatever topics that you have that wh whoever are listening that you love, tell us mm -hmm. and let's talk about it Absolutely. and let's put those ideas out there for that abundance, for the ability for all of us to grow and connect together. Um, and, and I think to another piece that, that, for those listening that I think the podcast world might be creating is just an overconsumption mentality. Mm. We cannot be a community that just consumes and listens and takes in and soaks in and then goes about our day. We have to be a community that consumes, brings in knowledge, brings in ability, and then shares it. Absolutely. With as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. If you have a skill, share it. If you have an idea, share it. Gone are the days of I invented, I don't know, the wheel, and I can't share that patent with anyone else. Right. Gone are those days. Yeah, now, I'm not we're, saying if we're you... We're not talking about stockpiling resources for Y2K. That's coming and gone, no. right? Yeah. Take, take whatever you have and whatever you're grateful for in life, the gifts that you have, the different resources that are available to you, and flip those around and add value to other people into their lives and, and get connected with people. Because I think you're mm -hmm. going to hear this underlying thread woven throughout all of our episodes is that we care about people. People are what matter. Going through life, knowing people on a, on a deep level, adding value to their lives, and getting to see together how you grow over time is just, it's a beautiful connection. And that's what we're trying to find in this community. That's why we want to get you integrated into what we're doing here. So if we have a scarcity mindset and we're hoarding all of our gifts and our resources and we're not sharing those with others, then it's just, it's a sad, purposeless life that we're living. Mm. And that is sad. That is really sad. Mm -hmm. I'm about to cry over here but it doesn't matter Dude, i am here. i am it doesn't matter what you do either so let's let's take that out of the equation someone can't come to me and say hey man my job doesn't matter therefore my life doesn't matter therefore i'm a victim that doesn't matter that's not it yeah if you sling coffee what you do matters sure well, you do, and, and, and it's, it is evident. It's on the table right now. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm drinking it. Mm -hmm. There's, and the thing is too, there's a Starbucks close by that I go to. Starbucks is corporate America. Starbucks is, you know, chains, one on every corner. So like one employee at Starbucks would not make a difference, right? Like that's mm -hmm. the mentality. Mm 
Right. That, because there's the so many of us and there's so many Starbucks and they're nationwide, worldwide, it's not going to matter. However, there's one individual, well, actually, there's more than one, but the Starbucks that I go to has one individual, his name's Andy, mm. is shout probably... Out, shout out to Andy. Yeah, big props, Andy, East North Street Starbucks, and there's more like that, but like it's Andy and Julian and like these different people. So I go to get coffee, and I now know these people's names, and I know them. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like Andy and I are grabbing lunch, but in Andy's sphere, he's not playing a victim He's having abundance and he's helping lives. Well, and Andy has a a non-quantifiable effect on all the people that he interacts with each day. And that's something that we, we only look at the dollars in the sense of the transaction. Mm. I'm putting some work in and I'm getting a paycheck back. Right. Right. That's, that is part of what you do and what you receive, but there's so much more beyond that. And the people who can wrap their arms around the fact that, you can have impact on people and those people are going to go out into their day like you with Andy, right? If you have a For good sure. experience with him before you meet with a client or before you go and have a, have a big gig, it's not just the coffee that was the transaction. It was yep. the connection that you had with him, which was a positive one. And that's going to roll you into more and a more effective Zach for the day. And mm. how many opportunities does Andy get to have interactions with people throughout the day that I don't even have, right? right. I'm in right. an office most of the time. I do have meetings throughout the day, but Andy's probably seen hundreds of people throughout the day. So he's oh, getting yeah. a ton of opportunity for impact and to make great impressions on people. And it sounds like an individual like Andy, he's not going to stop there. If he wants to be there, that's that's fine. That's up, that's up to Andy. We're not about telling you where you need to be. Mm-mm. What we're trying to say, and I think this is a little bit of a uh, Gary Vaynerchuk-ism, is that if you're unhappy with where you are, we want to help build a roadmap for you to get to where that's you right. want to be, right? So if you're unhappy, down. then we want you to make a change. So Andy is going to do great things because Andy is about more than just whatever his current role is because that's how you continue to grow. You find additional responsibilities, things that aren't in your job description, yeah. opportunities to serve, and you expand the the horizon, the yeah. sphere of yeah. your influence until th- things are just flooding into you, new opportunities, and now, wow, you're in a world of abundance. Wow. World of abundance. That's it. So wow. let's let's talk a little bit about... Uh, what a abundant life looks like. What does it look like for you, Zach? Man, an abundant life for me. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but it could even just be it, in contrast of, of scarcity. So yeah. I mean, opportunities I, in life where an abundant life for me, right. I want people to know that, that I, they're first. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if someone wins over me, not even over me, if, because it's not about that. Like there's, there's that you're competing in an industry, you're competing in, in a lot of things in life, but abundant mindset. I want someone that if they are succeeding more than I'm succeeding, well, then one, I have something I can learn from them. Two, I want to celebrate those wins because if people are the most important thing, Hopefully, they're winning by helping more people right. than I'm helping. So then that's a win for both of us. And you can choose that to be motivation versus discouragement, right? You can say, "Oh yeah, wow, how many people, myself included, 
lose to someone in the scarcity mindset, mm. right? And go go home frustrated, unhappy with their current position, the way that they've been performing, whatever their role is, and also and je- jealous of that person, right, who, who quote-unquote beat them, and never took the time to stop and say, hey, man, great job. Right. What are you doing that I'm not? That's propelling you into to this to these successes and achievements. And everybody wants to share what they're doing to succeed. Absolutely, and nobody and, and who wouldn't appreciate to be asked that question. Right, right, right. And somebody who's already excelling and is living an abundant life is not going to be afraid to share some of their quote unquote trade secrets with you. Right, because that's already not what they're about to begin with. There's somebody. So I have a, a perfect example of that. A guy that is in our industry. He's with State Farm. Works really hard and is an incredible agent has a great team motivates his team really well has been in the business now about he's been an agent for now about nine years Mm. eight or nine years i think um so he's still relatively young um but i mean his team is just crushing it on all levels of the business this new guy one year in as an agent just started starts i mean writing good business a ton of it too blowing up blowing up the tenured guy takes the brand new guy out to lunch and, and they were telling me about it. Like the, the new guy was telling me about it. He was literally just like, Hey man, you're doing incredible. Dove into what are some things that you're doing that make you so wow. successful? Can you imagine one, the confidence boost it gives the young guy mm-hmm. Two, the check of humility it gives the tenured guy 100%. to move forward to say there's still things that I can do to grow and then the relationship that's developed out of that mm. I mean incredible I thought that was huge I mean it's you know it almost knocks me out of my chair because of how rare that is right which is which is such a shame because talking about connection what a beautiful opportunity for two people to motivate each other to mm-hmm. come together to find encouragement for him to probably lose to learn some new tools and ideas so that he can be more successful in his right, business right to encourage a young up-and-comer on the other side i mean just it's wins all around and while you were uh while you were talking uh, a minute ago a quote came to my mind i was like this is this is a good point to just interject this if you don't mind uh ernest hemingway I actually have this post on my wall at work has a uh, has a has a quotable which i'm going to drop here real quick and uh, it's it. talking about contrasting yourself with others and it says there is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man true nobility is being superior to your former self benchmark yourself so this is now this is now dave speaking not Ernest Hemingway. Uh, Ooh, I was about to say it's still going yeah ben- benchmark yourself against who you were yesterday rather mm. than who you're next to today let that mm. let that sink in a little bit and that changes the entire script of your of yeah, your life, good. right? Because in that situation, if you're just trying to be better than you were yesterday, you don't mind sitting down with somebody who's 10 years younger than you in the business and asking how you can get better personally. Right. Because the whole goal is so that I can add more value to my community and to the people that I serve every day. And I'm going to be able to do that by getting more resources, tools, and skills from people around me. So Dave, again, we're in two separate, two different types of lifestyles, mm-hmm. more entrepreneur, more corporate, um, HR and, 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 and finance. What does an abundant mindset mean to you? Someone who is more that entrepreneur mm-hmm. individual, what is, how do you have an abundant mindset versus scarcity in that ever shrinking funnel of the corporate ladder? Sure. 
Well, I think a piece of it, so you mentioned human resources, which is the most rewarding part of the job is working with people. And I'm, I'm sure, too, that on, on your side of the of the fence, you know, from a professional standpoint, it's, it's the same thing, right? Your relationship with clients and the people that you're serving. But uh, it's the most rewarding and the most difficult part of every day. So uh, it's easy to fall into, oh, man, you know, we have to have another, you know, disciplinary meeting with this individual or, you know, wow, the, the, the constant rising cost of insurance and how frustrating that is having to communicate that to, to your employees or you know, there's, a, there's a lot of negative uh, of uh, scripts that you can fall into. But at the same time, if I, look at, if I look at each day from an abundant mindset, I have the opportunity to come in and touch so many lives, right? And there are so many opportunities for me to make those decisions, to reach out to individuals and care about them on a, on a, on a personal level, it just doesn't happen from most uh, HR individuals that are out there. So uh, an abundant abundancy in, in my job is looking beyond the protocols and the practices that are just yeah. the standard every day and looking for opportunities to motivate people, to inspire people, uh, to put a smile on people's face. I mean, really to add a little bit of Andy to, to my day, you know what sure. I mean, to the people that are yeah. around me, you know, because that, that's rare. I think the more and more you move up into a company, which I've had the opportunity to do, um, you know, in my career, which has been, you know, a wonderful uh, a reward for some, some hard work put in, um, but you also get a little more isolated. So one of the yeah. important things to do is to look around and see who, who can I serve, who can I help, and uh, well, also take an opportunity to learn too. Let, let's break that down a little bit because I think for someone listening, there still is an excuse that someone's listening can say, oh, well, I get that, like, but I'm not... I'm not in the management side. I don't have the authority. I just show up to work. So how can an individual, whether they're entrepreneur, whether they show up to a nine to five, whether they show up to retail, whether they're showing up in the food industry, what are practical ways that they can actually have an abundant mindset and meaning an actual tangible task mm -hmm. that someone can do? I mean, for me, I think the biggest piece is, is, smile mm -hmm. and greet someone genuinely. What a difference that makes. Yeah. And I've seen it in like, if I'm walking around with like one purpose in mind and I'm super focused and I'm not smiling, mm -hmm. like I've literally had people around the office. Exactly. Like, you doing okay? Hey, you what's, good, what's going man? on with you today? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Like what? And it's, I'm just not smiling, but that perception is reality. So if people perceive you, mm -hmm. I mean, as being a dick, like that's what you are. Right. So don't be that. Right. Let people perceive you as, an individual who wants to connect with them right. through a smile. Well, and <clears throat> you, you have an identity, right, that's, that's forged by the way that you grew up, the people that you know, whatever that might be. But you also get to choose every day to mm -hmm. define who you are. And like what you're talking about there, if your identity is I'm a positive person, I'm, I'm sending out good vibes, you know, I'm, I'm being helpful and a resource to others, and that's who you decide to define yourself, then everyone else will start to echo and mirror that in terms of their perception of you. And it kind of forces you to stay in that lane, mm -hmm. just, just in, in the way that having a negative mindset or a scarcity mindset would also do that, right? Where people are like, well, you know, Zach's never happy. So there's probably no reason to ask him how he's doing today because he always looks like, you know, someone, just rained, someone just rained on his parade, right? But yeah. tangible, tangible steps, uh, this is something I do a little bit cheesy, a little bit, a little bit corny maybe. And I've been doing it for quite some time when I was more just administrative clerical. And as I've also kind of worked up and, and, and found other opportunities within my current organization, uh, do a little bit of a time in the morning to put pause on whatever you're doing 
and just think about what you're grateful for, whatever that mm. looks like. You know, I mean, I don't want to call it, um, some people will call it a spiritual practice. Some people call it meditation. Uh, I also, I do what's called a gratitude journal, which yeah, is just on a few huge. things that I'm th- thankful for. I thought it was really corny at first, uh, but I forced myself to just try a few new things every once in a while just so I can see if anything clicks. And this is one of those things that really was, was meaningful. And when you start your day, that's why it's so important to choose that side of the bookends is to do it in the morning. You start your day with the mentality of, wow, I already have so much. The world mm. doesn't have to give me anything else today. Right. So I'm already abundant. I'm already overflowing. With There's already something things. you can give right to the world. So when you're when you're moving throughout the day, when things hit you in negatives, you know, and whatever those things might be that would kind of push you off of, you know, out of alignment, you already kind of have that cushion, that insulation yeah. of I'm grateful. I've got all these positive things that are happening. And what then, are you grateful for today? Like right in this moment, in this moment, what are you grateful for? I think honestly, just. I mean, this sounds a little bit cheesy, but, uh, you know, just sitting down with you. I mean, just mm. having the time, the resources for us to be able to carve out some of some of our time in our schedule. You've got a million things going on. I have I have a lot, too, and I've also got a you got like a two little, million a, things, a going little on. a little kid at home now. Which yeah, kind of does quantify that things adds two, like another million Yeah, two X. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just to have the time to sit down, enjoy some coffee, talk to a friend yeah. and then share some of the things that we're learning with a community is um, I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, but also just, I mean, I had a real, a real bad uh, knee injury earlier this year and I'm, I'm bouncing back. So from a health in, uh, standpoint, feeling great. That was a, a basketball injury for my knee and uh, I'm able to get out of bed and not, uh, not cringe not every pain. time my foot times touches the floor. So that's, hey, that is a win for. And now you're looking spry. Yeah. I'm moving around pretty well, you know, for, that's what I'm talking <laughs> for about. a guy my age. But uh, I think in terms of tangible steps, and I know that uh, we want to keep these uh, as shorter episodes so that you can kind of digest them on your, on your, maybe your commute to work or while you're working out, whatever it might be. So we won't uh, drag it on too much longer, but tangible steps. One for me is once you accomplish something, once you finish something, say what's next, mm. you know? And I think that it's a habit trigger. If you just take that opportunity that whenever you finish a task, you say, what is, what's that next thing that I can mm. be doing of value? Not what's the world asking of me. Now it's what's my phone dictating or my inbox, but what do I want to do next that moves me closer to my goals or and then that goal could be serving other people, but I'm not saying that those are two separate things or, you know, what's moving you towards, um, you know, serving other people or adding value at, at your business and your personal relationships for you personally, financially, whatever that might be. So that's one big thing. Mm. And then just, Taking stock, and I think we're kind of, again, alluding a little bit to maybe season one, episode three, <laughs> saying to yourself, what am I doing now that I could be doing differently? Almost play the devil's advocate on your own systems, right? So yeah. The, your morning routine, um, the way that you interact with other people throughout the day, uh, your email, all those different items, they're all something that you could be doing differently. Take a second. Take stock of it and ask yourself, what would it be like if I did it differently and give it a try? You might be pleased with what you find. I love it. I love it. Today was fun. It was. I enjoyed it. I I mean, I'm all about abundance versus scarcity. And I hope everybody that was listening found value in it. I hope you have some tangible things that from this episode you can go out and do. Actually take ownership of, right? Mm -hmm. And, And make a move on. That's right. Smile at somebody sincerely shake somebody's hand genuinely look at someone in the eye and ask them how they're doing provide value in those small ways take those incremental steps to let optimism rule your life over pessimism 
Absolutely. Start winning. Toss that scarcity out the window and live the rest of today and your life abundantly. That's right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on the Growth Movement Podcast. If you found value, or really if you just liked hanging out with us a little bit today, the most important thing you could do is to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share us with like-minded people. So thanks for listening. And remember to always keep moving.